0: Church, let's get along. big hand, church. Who's the man? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? How's everybody doing today? How about we all stand up? We want to say hello to all the people watching out there on all our campuses, and let's give a special shout out and appreciation to all the military out there. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. If you're in the military, raise your hand. If you're in the military, raise your hand. Or oh, your family's in the military. Let's give all those people a big hand. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. Uh, my name is Miles, Pastor the Rock. Welcome to church today. Uh, excited about what God's going to do. Um, we're going to do something. Uh, uh, we're going to encourage each other. Amen. How many of y'all don't like talking to people? God's going to get you over that. He's going to help you. He's going to help you. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to find somebody that you don't know. Oh Lord. So you're in church. It's going to be great. Um, and I want you to find some you don't know. You're going to say three things to them. You're going to ask them their name. Then you're going to say, God sees you. God sees you. And God loves you. And then you're going to pause and it'll be real awkward. And then you don't have to say anything else. That's it. You can just walk away. <laughs> so, but some of you don't know. God, what's your name? And then, you know, strange names. God sees you, God loves you. Amen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Amen. Someone say amen. How many of y'all encouraged by that? How many of y'all encouraged by that? Can I get amen? Amen. Guess, guess what prevents you from doing that every day? Nothing. 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 Not only will it bless the person, it will bless you. Uh, take your Bibles out on the count of three-say words. Get your Bibles out. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. How many of y'all? How many of y'all are here for the first time? If you're here for the first time, raise your hand. Okay, very good. Very good. Thank God, bless y'all. So, over here for the first time. If you're here for the first time, if you heard someone say, "On the count of three, say word," wouldn't you wait till they say one, two, three? <laughs> on the count of three, say word. One, two, three. Say word. Very good. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 33. We are reading through the Bible, and today we're starting Jeremiah 31 and 33, and we have a very, very, very simple. Simple verse for you. Three verses. Jeremiah, if you have the Bible I have, it is page 758. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremiah 33. Tree. Tree. 33. Verse 1. Jeremiah is a prophet. God spoke to him, he spoke to the nation. In the Old Testament, God spoke to the prophets when he wanted to get a message to the people. He didn't talk to the people, he talked to the prophets. And prophetesses, women and men were prophets. And he would speak to them and they would speak to the people, they would speak to kings, they would speak to all, everybody that needed to hear the message. And so they went to the prophet. And the prophet's job was simply to say what God told them, nothing no more, nothing less. Today, God wants to speak to all of us. His Holy Spirit, He wants to speak to you directly. And so, we were talking about how can we be prophetic people? How can we hear God's voice and communicate God's voice and receive His voice to you? He made you in His image so He can have a relationship with you and speak to you. I'm you don't need to come to me to hear God's word, He can speak right to you every single day. My job is to help you get there, amen. Amen. So, look what it says it says in verse 1, chapter 33, moreover, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah a second time. While he was still shut up in the court of the prison, he was being persecuted because he was speaking God's word. Saying, thus says the Lord who made it, the Lord who formed it to, to establish the Lord is his name. And this is what he says in verse 3. Call to me. Everyone say call to me. And I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Very simple. God says, call to me and I will tell you. Great and mighty things that you do not know. Now, by a show of hands, and when we, should, when we raise our hands here, we put our elbow above our ear. By a show of hands, how many of you want to know something great and mighty from God that you don't know about your life? Can I get an amen? Keep your hand up. Look around the room. Everybody, of course you do. You want to know should I invest? Should I marry? Should I date? Should I break up? Should I buy? Should I sell? Should I wear this? Should I wear that? Should I cut my hair? Whatever. God wants to be involved in all your decisions. Cause he cares about you, he doesn't want you going out looking like a, you know with a bad haircut. Now don't do that. You got a long head, so don't get that kind of whatever it is. You want the Holy Spirit. I'm not joking for real, for real, for real. So, how many of y'all on the show of hands want God Want to know a great and mighty thing God has to tell you? Can I get an amen? Very good. How many of you believe that God wants to tell you great and mighty things that you don't know about your life? Great. How many of you ever, I mean, just you don't have to raise your hand, but think about it. If you have kids, you see your kids making dumb mistakes, you're like wanting to correct them. That's how God looks at us, because we make dumb mistakes every day. Amen. How many of you believe God has the ability to tell you great and mighty things you don't know? Right? He can talk to you. If I can talk to you, God can talk to you. God's greater than me. So if I can, and God doesn't shout like I shout. I'm shouting because I'm not God. God just whispers. He goes, hey, that's a bad haircut. You know what I'm saying? It's just real subtle. Okay, so you want to hear great and mighty things that you don't know. You believe God can tell you great and mighty things that you don't know. You believe that God wants to tell you great and mighty things that you don't know. So here's the question. How many of you would like to be the person through whom which God tells someone else the great and mighty thing they don't know? Look, <laughs> y'all, Y'all like, uh, what, are that, what are you talking about, Willis? What are you talking about? What does that mean? What does that mean? I'm gonna say it again. God wants to tell all of y'all some great, and mighty things. Fact. God can tell all of y'all great, and mighty things. Fact. God is already speaking to you. Fact. But one of the ways He wants to speak to you is through other people. That's why you, one of the reasons you come to church. Maybe the, God's gonna to speak to me through the pastor. But he can do it through all of y'all, and so I want to pray because I want God to prepare your heart to be able to say, "Lord, use me." Now, some of you are like I don't like talking to strangers. Now, think about this: this stranger is getting ready to ruin their life, and you're walking by, and God says, "Hey, can you tell them don't jump?" And you say, "I don't talk to strangers." Well, Start by talking to your family, but my goodness, we got to get over ourselves. Can I get amen? amen? And then sometimes, you know, for people like me who talk to everybody, God says, I don't want you talking to them. <laughs> Send your wife. Because <laughs> she needs to practice. <laughs> Lord, I pray you bless us, protect our, prepare our heart for what you have to say to us. Because you want to speak through us. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, what's a prophet? A prophet is someone who declares a word, a message. You get, you receive a word, you declare word, a message, a vision that becomes a thing. When God's, when God speaks something, He brings it to fruition. God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. So, if God says it, He brings it to fruition. A prophet is someone who declares a word, receives a word, declares a word, that becomes a thing that expands the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of man. So God's going to speak to you that he is going to bring to fruition to expand his kingdom, not your kingdom or my kingdom. Now, what's the benefit? Is that we get to be in the kingdom expansion business. In other words, if God says, you are going to marry that person. When I saw my wife, I heard a voice say, you are going to marry that girl. Now I said that every week, every time I saw a light-skinned girl it remind me of my mother's So you know what I'm saying? But but when I saw, when I saw my wife, when I saw my wife, I said to my friend, literally, she's walking in the park I said, Hey, hey, I'm gonna marry that girl right there. And he said, I'm gonna marry her. I said, You don't even know her. Neither did I, but that was beside the point. I ended up marrying her. I did marry her. But God said, You're not marrying her for you. You're marrying her for me and you. For the kingdom of God. You're going to have kids, you're going to be a pastor, she's going to support you. Blah, 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 blah. It's all about, but you get to enjoy the process. So God is going to give you a word that becomes a thing. In other words, you speak it. If I say something to somebody, hey, God loves you. It becomes encouragement to someone. There, there may be, it may be, just maybe be, that some of y'all walked in here today, into church and all the campuses, wondering, does God see you? Amen. I'm just going to go in this big church. I hate big churches. No. Just walk in it's like a crowd. You're heard in and heard out. I, you know what? Heaven's really big. <laughs> so, you know, get focused on God. Hey, I, I don't know, know nobody. And then someone turns to you and says, God sees you. God needs you to hear that. And guess who told you? Someone you don't even know. It may, be, it may, be, it may have even been a type of person you are prejudiced against. Oh, snap. <laughs> and there may be somebody here who came to church saying, I wonder if God loves me. Well, you just got told that by someone around you. God knows. Now, look in your list and your notes, his ways God speaks. He speaks through his word. Second Timothy 3:16. All scriptures given by inspiration and is, and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. God speaks to a small, still voice. 1 Kings, Elijah was in the mountain and God spoke to him with a very small, still voice. As I said, God's not gonna, you don't want God yelling at you. I've never heard God yell at a person. He don't have to, he just goes, he just, it sounds like your conscience. He speaks through visions. Peter saw a vision that communicated to him the minister to both Jews and Gentiles. Through he speaks through audible voice. Paul, before his name was Paul, his name was Saul, and he was going to arrest Christians. God, Jesus, knocks him off the horse and says, "Who? what are you doing? You're persecuting me. Oh, so he heard an audible voice. He speaks through dreams. He speaks through angels. I had a dream two weeks ago based on the next series I'm going to do, which I believe is going to be the most powerful series I ever did in my life. It is rocking my world. And I had in my dream, God spoke to me something very clear. And then two days ago, he spoke the exact same thing in my daughter's dream. Because I was sharing with her about the series. And in her dream, the Holy Spirit said exactly the same thing to her, word for word, that he said to me in my dream. And in my dream, it was the Holy Spirit. Oh, it was, and I'm gonna tell you the story when we do the series, but it was it was deep. So God can speak to you in dreams. Now, every dream is not God speaking to you. I had a dream. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the pastor of the rock church next week. Now, Whenever God speaks, he affirms it by several different things. He affirms it by the word, he affirms it by circumstance, he affirms it by, you know, what he's doing in your life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if God tells you, you're going to be the pastor of the rock next week, he's either going to tell me or suddenly take me somewhere. And then he's going to affirm it with the word. So you don't have to worry about it, but he can communicate to you with your dream. By, by the way, real quick, I have a theory about dreams and, and uh, being asleep and being awake. When you're awake is, when you're, is like when you're alive. When you die, it's like when you go to sleep. Matter of fact, when Lazarus died, Jesus said that he went to sleep. So when you're awake, it's like being alive. And when you're asleep, it's like being dead. And when you're asleep, you go to a place that's like reality but different. It's called a dream. If the dream is good, it's heaven. If the dream is bad, it's like hell. So let's back it up. So when you're awake, it's like being alive. When you go to sleep, it's like... Dead, and then you go someplace that's like reality. One of those places is bad, and one of those places is good. So every single day, you and then you wake up in the morning, and you resurrect, and you start over again. So every single day, you practice life, death, and eternal life. Whoo! Just, just, just chew on that. That's a little extra credit. And We ain't really talking about that today. God speaks through angels, God speaks through impressions. Jesus was in a room and he was, just knew what people were saying. Ladies, and I tell ladies because guys aren't as sensitive as ladies. Uh, 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 and I don't mean sensitive like, like in a bad way, sensitive in a good way where you feel stuff. Women feel stuff. Guys are like rocks. We don't notice anything. Watch this. Ladies, how many of you, how many of you have just felt a creepy dude? Raise your hand. Look at, look at look at all the hands. Look at all the hands. You know, he don't need to say anything. He just he don't he 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 he, he just walks in and you go. Uh, uh. Can I get an amen, ladies? And, and ladies, how many of you are hundred percent sure? hundred 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 percent sure you were right. He was creepy. Can I get an amen? Say amen? you you know it's like you didn't, you didn't have to ask anybody's opinion. My wife has told me he's creepy. It wasn't a question, wasn't a suggestion, it wasn't let's do an investigation. No, that brother is creepy. <laughs> you, just, you just know God can speak to you that way. God uses our brain, our senses, our soul, our body, proprioception, which is your ability to know where your limbs are in space, and you can just feel where your hands are, and I can do all that and put it right on my nose with my eyes closed. So he, he, he uses all that. The Spirit uses all that. He's awesome. He's always communicating to you. But one of the best ways, and the main way, he communicates through the Holy Spirit. First, second, uh, 1 Corinthians 2 9, it says, I has not seen, nor ears heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. But, in other words, trust the word. Don't trust me. Trust the word. You know what the Bible says? That God has something for you that is so awesome. You can't even imagine. Here. We can't even fathom heaven. God wants to do stuff in your life that is so over the top. The next series I'm going to do is going to help you bring heaven to earth in your life. Matter of fact, in preparation for that series, I'm going to challenge you to bring your top five, top three prayer requests. The most impossible things that you've been praying for has never happened. So he says, eye is not seen, ear is not heard, your mind cannot conceive. There's stuff that God, there's stuff, we're gonna talk about this. There's stuff that God wants you to ask for that you just think are too big, so you won't even ask. He's like, Ask. Come on. I'm a big God. I love you way more. I love you more than you love you. And look what it says Eyes not seen, ears not heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. And then it says, But, everyone say, But, God has revealed them to us through his Holy Spirit. Jesus died and rose from the dead. He went to heaven and he says, listen, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is going to teach you. The Holy Spirit is going to guide you. The Holy Spirit is going to reveal things to you. It's the Holy Spirit that lives in you. It's not Jesus, even though it's the spirit of Jesus. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. And the Holy Spirit lives in our heart. And the Holy Spirit is the one that wants to talk to you and talk through you. And every person you encounter, God is wanting to talk to them. And sometimes he will run you into them just so you can talk to them. But you have to be available. You have to know what it's like. So he will speak. <laughs> Ladies, you could be in, in Vaughn's or Home Goods or or, or, or or Bed Bath and way out there. <laughs> I'm not trying to disparage any brand. I know Bed Bath to Beyond is an awesome store. I know Home Goods is an awesome store. I am allergic to those <laughs> stores. I'm not saying all guys are. I'm not saying I'm just saying He's talking about me, I can't go in those stores, I get hit. There's too many products. I went to Bed Bath Beyond with a camera and started interviewing the, the things. I said tell me the Beyond part. Like how far does that go? How many of you ladies love Bed Bath & Beyond? Okay. How many of you guys love Bed Bath Beyond? How many of you guys even know what it is? You go to Bed Bath & Beyond and, and, and ladies you're in there looking all pretty and everything and, and some guy walks up to you and you're single. You're available. You're on the hunt. A guy walks up to you, and he, you know, he has good diction. Pronounces his vowels very efficiently. He's got his hair combed. He smells pretty good. I don't know how you got that close to smelling, but that's on you. Uh, he don't, he's, you know, he's got a job. He doesn't live with his mother, and you know, he's got things kind of going on. The Holy Spirit, trust me, before. Don't give him your number. When I met my wife, she wouldn't give me a number. She says, figure out how to find me. For real. I was like, oh, oh it's on. <laughs> this guy's talking to you, and here's what you do Holy Spirit, what do I do? He's married. That's why you need God. You know how much drama that God can save you? The Holy Spirit ain't playing. He wants to be in your business. Three things I am going to challenge you to do. If you look at the goal of prophecy is love. Look at 1 Corinthians 14. This is probably the most important thing here. When you are going to give somebody a word from God, it has to be to love them. When you are going to speak something from God, it has to be to love them. He will never give you a word to discourage them. You are not there to speak against their flesh or their sinfulness or something they're doing wrong, but speak into what they can be doing right. It says, 1 Corinthians, pursue love. Everyone say pursue love. love. And desire spiritual gifts. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. But especially that you may prophesy. Especially that you may receive a word from God in heaven to speak speak to someone else. Especially, you can speak in tongues, you can heal people, you can walk on water and all that kind of stuff. But what I really want you to do is I want you to speak love to people. <laughs> That's what I really want you to do. I want you to encourage people. I want, to, I want you to be able to hear a secret that I want you to tell them so I can encourage them. It says, pursue love. And then verse 3, he who prophesies speaks edification. Everyone say edification. Say exhortation. Say exhortation. And say comfort. That means I only want you speaking, ain't something that's going to exhort them, encourage, edify them, build them up. Something that's going to exhort them, encourage them. And something that's going to comfort them. Something that's going to uh, uh, guide them into truth. Something that's going to enlighten them. Positive encouragement. That's what I want you to speak. So if you say, hey, God has a word for you and, and, and you know, if you don't do this, he's going to get you. That's not God. Let the Holy Spirit do that. We do the easy part, just like when I ask you, tell somebody that God loves you and God sees you. That's easy. There's, there's no drama there. Hey, God loves you and then you out. I'm good. Let God deal with that. That's, you can do that every single day. I told you I was in Miami airport a few weeks ago and this lady was, the, 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 the flight attendant that was taking the tickets was getting yelled at, getting yelled at, getting yelled at by a customer and I was right behind the customer yelling at her. and she was, They were yelling at each other, yelling at each other and I went up and God said just tell her that I love her and she's doing a great job. And she was all, uh, and then she looked at me and tried to compose herself, yes, can I help you? And I, and I leaned over like real quiet and said, God sees you, he loves you, you're doing a great job. And Remember, God's word because the thing that expands the kingdom of God, God's word becomes a thing. What thing did it become? Hope, encouragement, peace. And then she started saying, amen, I receive it, praise the Lord. And then when I get on the plane, she came on the plane to do the ticket thing before she left. And I said, hey, God loves you. And I just, And she was like, praise the Lord. And she was now, instead of being all flustered and beat down, she was praising God, verbally. Praising God. Pursue love. Exhortation. Prophecy lovingly builds into the spirit and not against the flesh. Now I want to show a hands. How many of you would love to be a person that builds into people's spirits? Okay. Now I'm gonna ask you again because I'm glad y'all raised your hand, but it was kind of slow. It's kind of slow. Kind of slow. (laughs) Whenever I ask you something, that you may in your head go. I don't know how, or it will be new to me, or it's kind of scary, or that's all fine. It's not really what you think you can do perfectly now. It's what do you want to do. Amen. So I say, how many of you, I, man, you would just love to be able to walk in work and say, Lord, who do you want me to encourage? And and And, and you don't have to have this great theological statement other than, I was at, a, at, a, at a, uh, 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 an event last week and God showed me this woman. He said, go over and tell her that God is going gonna, gonna, to get her through her pain and turn it into something positive. I said, God wants me to tell you that. He loves you. He's going to get you through your pain. And that was it. Do I know if it had any relevance? Absolutely not. If she had no pain in her life, she... The worst she could have said was, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> but, but if she had pain in her life, guess what God said to her? I see you. You're not alone. Can I get amen? Amen. Okay, three things. Very simple. Dear Holy Spirit, lead me to love like God loves. Imagine if you just asked God to give you love that he has for people, for everybody you see. You cannot receive a loving word for someone who you do not love. One of the reasons I am so loud and uh, on Sunday, because I love you. What does that mean? That I really, really, really want to help you walk with God. That's why. I don't need to know you. But if you don't love somebody, you're not going to hear God's word for them. I mean, you may be walking and working. God says, I want you to go over there, and, and he turns your head. You ever just feel like you're supposed to look at somebody? And he turns your head, and he wants you to give a word, but as soon as he turns your head and you see them, you start talking in your head. I can't stand her. She just thinks she's better than me. That ain't even her head. She, fool. she ain't got me fooled. I know that when I see it. And she just thinks she's smarter than me. And you're having this conversation. And God's trying to tell you a word for her. Amen. And instead of you listening and hearing God's loving word for her, you are conversating with the Satan's hateful word for them. Because that's what you're doing. You're having a conversation with the devil. Instead of having a conversation with God. And while you're hearing that, the devil's saying, yeah, she's this, yeah. And you're like, yeah, devil, yeah, devil, yeah, devil. Instead of saying devil, you just say it. Because you've come. Your, your thoughts have become so synonymous with the devil, you cut out the middleman, and now you just do it yourself. Instead of saying, Lord, show me your love for them. How do you love them? Give me your love for them. That's what I want. And if we can't get to that point, and by the way, practice this week. Just look at people and say, God, you love them. Give me your love for them. And just look at them. And just let, the, let God's love soak. Soak in it, soak in it, soak in it. And watch what happens. Watch how your heart changes. And watch what, how God will reveal to you issues you have. Because those issues are you. That's your problem. When you can't do that, when you got issues with them, that's on you. That's not on them. No matter what they've done. Number two, see... Holy Spirit, help me see what you see. Uh, a lot of the racial, uh, well, the racial division in our country is so strongly based on what we see. You know, when the devil looks around the room right now, he sees failure, he sees dumb, he sees ugly, he sees what you'll never be. When God looks around the room, he sees a bunch of people he loves to death. So much he died for. I'm gonna interview uh, a former white supremacist next week and he's gonna be upstage. He has tattoos all over his body, including his face. And when you see him, something's gonna happen in your head. But you have to look past the seen into the unseen. God don't look at the God don't look at the outward, he looks at the heart. We'll talk about this in the next series, but what was interesting about Job, the book of Job, the devil says, uh, God says, Have you the devil says, I've been looking around the earth looking to see who might be made devout. And, and, and God says, Have you considered my, my servant Job? He does everything right. And you know what God, you know what the devil said? Oh, he may do everything right, but his motive is wrong. You know why some of y'all are blessed? And we're gonna talk about it. Your motive is wrong. You're in church, but you're not here for the right motive. So it don't count. When I say it don't count, I mean God's speaking to you, hopefully he's gonna encourage you. But it's not like, hey God, I went to church. Now where's my bonus? That's the wrong motive. What's in your heart? God, show me. There was, a, there was a young man living behind the dumpster at our East County campus. Living behind the dumpster behind the church. Pastor Ricky went out and said, Hey man, why don't you come on in? We want to help you. Wanna love on you? God's got something for your life. I'm paraphrasing. I wasn't there, but that's the spirit of what He said. Guy comes in, security guard gives him a blanket. Now he's got a full-time job. He, he, one of the leaders in the parking ministry, and he sets up, does the design for at the after movies. Amen. Why? Because instead of having blurry, I can't. Y'all, it's like I'm underwater right now. Y'all just blurry. God said, oh, wow, that's beautiful. God, I want to see what you see. I want to see, I was in juvenile hall talking to this kid years ago, white supremacist kid, and he cursed me out, called me all kinds of names. I left and I came back. Why? Because I saw what he was saying was coming from pain. But I also saw how much God loved him and the power of God's love on his life. You can't be prophetic unless you're willing to let God's love come and invade your life so he can invade someone else's life. Can I get an amen? And number three, say what God would say. Sometimes I'm up here and I say God just tells me to say stuff and I say it. And you know, I have a a nanosecond to process how to say it. And sometimes it has nothing to do with the sermon, but it's something he wants me to say. And a lot of the illustrations I share are just in-the-moment illustrations. And I'm like, okay, this will work. And I'll figure out how. And sometimes I figure out how it works while I'm saying it. One day I was talking about, hey, you all need to do something, go out in the community and get involved. And some of y'all need to run for government. Just, just kind of came out. <laughs> right? We need Christians in government. Just go, go, go run for office. And I'm not, you know, I'm not into politics stuff, but I just like, just said it. Well, this young lady was sitting in church. Raquel Vasquez, she was sitting in church. Never ran for government. Never been involved in government. Says, I think I'll run for mayor at Lemon Grove. Mayor! Mayor! Not like city council. Not like maybe I'll do the you know the 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 the, 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 the. <laughs> maybe 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 I'll go for the PTA or maybe I'll be a soccer you know go for the soccer committee. No, I'm going go for mayor. I'm to be the top official of the whole city of Lemon Grove. And she won. She's the first African-American woman ever to be mayor of Lemon Grove. She made history. And why, is that, why do I tell you that part? It's because God may tell you to do something that no one else has ever done. And the devil will tell you, you can't do it because no one else has ever done it. Well, that's the very reason he wants you to do it. Because he used the foolish to confound the wise. So last week at church, you know, the Bible says to pray for your city officials. And by the way, you should pray for all the city officials, including the president, whether you like him or not. Matter of fact, if there is somebody you, that, that you think is messing up, that's all the more reason to pray, right? And so, so she was out at church, and they said, instead of us praying for you, mayor, she is going to pray for them. So a whole lot of people out of East County campus and lined up so the mayor can pray for them. Oh, y'all need to be clapping right now. Here's what we're going to do when, um, when my kid was my kid. My oldest daughter was little. We gave her a blanket. It was a yellow blanket. It was about that big. She kept the blanket for like 10 years. I don't know. I think she might even still have it. And she's 33. She chewed on that blanket. She snotted on that blanket. She cried on that blanket. She sneezed in that blanket. She slept with that blanket. And that blanket that was this big ended up becoming like three strings. And she was just carried around forever. I don't know if she still might have it. And God, and we said, we want to give you a new blanket. She says, no, I want my banky. I want my banky. A lot of y'all's boyfriend is that blanket. Your girlfriend. Some of y'all have a perspective of yourself that is that blanket. It's just done. God wants you to open your hand so he can take that blanket and give you a new one. God wants to speak something powerful into your life and help you understand that he wants to make you completely new. There's two groups y'all. Some of you have never asked Christ to be your Savior. God wants to do something completely new in your life that is way above what you ever, ever, ever thought. God loves you. God sees you. God knows you. God has a plan and guess what, you hear him right now. You hear this little peaceful, loving presence saying he's talking to you. We had someone call the cops on the church because they thought we were bugging their house because when they came to church what I was saying was speaking right to them. We had a guy call the cops and say Pastor Miles is banging on my door trying to get me saved. In the dream, he had that. He was so real to him. I'm not. I'm I'm telling you gospel truth. So if you feel like he's talking to me, I ain't talking to you. The Holy Spirit's talking to you, because I don't know you. I don't have a bug in your house. (laughs) So some of y'all, y'all hear God. God's saying, "I want to love you. I want to love you." And then there's some of y'all who are you. You walk with God, and God's like, "I want to use you. Stop being a taker. Be a giver." Ask me what I want to say through you to people. Even if it's only God sees you. For all of you who like to talk to people, go up to someone random tomorrow. And just say, hey, can, can I have a... You got a minute? Take a minute. 30 seconds. What's your name? My name is Jimmy. What's up? God loves you. That's it. That's all I got to say. Deal with that. And then you can walk away. And if you're not a person to talk to people, go talk to someone in your family. Practice with your brother, your sister, your mother. Practice with yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and say, God loves you. You are awesome. You are fine. (laughs) Whatever you want to say, (laughs) say it. I'm going to ask y'all to (laughs) bow your heads and close your eyes. God is speaking to a lot of you out there, uh, he's calling you to a relationship and some of you he's calling to deepen your relationship. Some of you he's calling, you to, you he's calling to salvation. He's telling you, will you finally trust me. And then there's some of you he's saying, I want to use you. You've been selfish with everything I've given you. I want you to give it away. So I want you to pray this prayer with me, one prayer of surrender. In the privacy of your heart, pray, dear God, I surrender. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for rising from the dead. Thank you for paying for my sin. And I know you only did that because you love me. So I surrender my life to you. I want to be a disciple. I want to get in a discipleship group and surround myself with people who will love me and encourage me. Lord, use me to speak life to people, to encourage people. Thank you. As our eyes are closing our heads about, if you pray that prayer in a minute, I'm going to ask you to stand. And by standing, you are acknowledging, yes, I am not only giving my life to Jesus, but I want God to use me. I want God to speak through me. I am available to him. So on the count of three, if you prayed that prayer, by the way, if you... Stand up, and you're going to stand up. You want your friend, spouse, whatever, to stand with you. Just tap them on the shoulder or the, grab their hand, and, and by doing that, you're asking them to stand with you. So, if you prayed that prayer on a count of three in all the campuses, I'm going to ask you to stand on a count of three. One, two, three. Stand to your feet. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.